Hello, uh, this is Jeff Cohn with the Wall Street Resource, and joining me is Carl Wolf. Carl's the CEO of Mama Mancini Holdings, and for those not familiar with Mama Mancini, Carl, can you tell us a little bit about the company? Sure. Mama Mancini uh, makes um, Italian products, uh, which mainly sell into the uh, grab-and-go and prepared food sections of uh, supermarkets and club stores. Our uh, line principally consists of uh, meatballs, meatloaf, um, uh, stuffed peppers, uh, sausage and peppers, chicken parm, and a whole new line of pasta bowls, as well as uh, just announced a line made with uh, Beyond Meat, meatless plant-based meatballs. Um, our products are uh, very high quality. Um, for the most part, they're all natural, very simple ingredients, and from the original recipe uh, from Mama Mancini's, who passed away, but is the real person that uh, the which the recipes were derived from. So, any stats on the category that you're addressing? Is it is it growing or stable or what? The, the, the uh, category we're in is very uh, dynamic within the supermarket business, growing to 8 to 10% a year, uh, whereas the center of the store is declining, uh, the dry goods section, 1% to 2%. Uh, people are um, deciding what they want for dinner after 12 noon. 70% of all consumers uh, decide what they want for dinner after lunch. Uh, and... Um, they want prepared foods that are high quality and easy uh, uh, to prepare. And so how do you stand out so they choose you? Uh, our quality um, is um, very, very important. And um, the authenticity of our product is very important. The um, high protein content, um, um, no fillers, uh, and uh, also a relatively small number of ingredients. All of our food is uh, fully cooked uh, and um, either sold cold or hot in the supermarket and uh, very easy to um, to consume at home or it, it, uh, go ahead. At, at work. So how many different uh, SKUs or products do you offer? We offer about 25 SKUs. Um, and they come in uh, various size packs with uh, 25 different products right now. Now, for your category, do you have to pay slotting fees? For the most part, no. Uh, if we sell into the center of the store, the frozen food section or the uh, meat department, very often there are slot fees. Uh, however, um, we have, for the most part, uh, moved away from that business. So uh, there usually is not slot fees in the prepared food sections. And then how uh, perishable is your inventory? Our inventory is sold frozen uh, for the most part. It has a, share, a year's shelf life from date of manufacture. Once it's, def it's defrosted at the supermarket, uh, which probably will take a day in the refrigerator or an hour under cold water, uh, it is in sealed bags, and then you have anywhere from um, 25 to 40 days shelf life after it's defrosted. 
once the bag is cut and put out to serve, the shelf life will depend upon um, uh, what the supermarket deems is appropriate, usually from three to six days. Uh, almost all of our products are made uh, in a tomato sauce base, which is um, higher in acidity, which uh, also increases the shelf life. And as I said before, all of our products are uh, pre-cooked, fully cooked. Gotcha. And now, for your category, are there any ingredients that are a challenge for sourcing or all easy to come by? Not really. Our, our ingredients are uh, are available. Okay. Um, and, and quality control, do you do anything special there? Well, uh, we uh, have a quality control team of four people. We have a new quality uh, control lab. Uh, any product that we make that has special attributes, such as gluten-free, and our new um, plant-based meatballs, which are vegan, uh, we will run a test on the product before it's shipped to make sure that um, it meets the standards that we say it does. Now, now, how are you preparing this? Are you, are you doing it out of one facility, or are you setting up hub and spokes, or, or what's the situation? Well, we're doing it out of one facility, East Rutherford, New Jersey. Uh, we, in the last two years, we've added a substantial amount of um, new production capacity, and we expect this spring to uh, increase that capacity with a couple of changes. But the majority of our, our products, and they, uh, especially the protein is made in our own plant. We bring in raw material, and mm -hmm. uh, we then um, will then uh, finish the product in our plant, mix it uh, with various ingredients, bake it, and, um, and then uh, package it. We do not fry it in the plant, fry any product. Um, so um, it makes life a little easier. Gotcha. And so what capacity would you say you're at, roughly? We're at right now about um, <clears throat> 65 to 70% of capacity at today's run rate. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, with slight changes, we'll be able to increase the capacity of an additional 15 to 20%. Okay. And then are you selling direct or through distributors or... How? We, uh, we sell direct for the most part. Uh, if a chain uh, retailer decides to use a distributor, it is in a function of uh, just the logistics um, contract. This distributor doesn't really uh, uh, do any selling into the chain. The, chain, the, the selling is direct to the, the uh, major retailer. Mm -hmm. And c can you service the whole country or are you set up more regionally? We can service the whole country. We we use um, uh, certain tr uh, truck, trucking uh, companies, and what we will do is uh, fill a truck to go into what we call a quadrant of the country. So a truck will go, a full truck will go out to the West Coast or to the South or to the Midwest or to New England. Um, that is a very significant part of our uh, um, trucking uh, logistics. We then have another part where we don't, or it doesn't fit, quite fit, and we use um, less than trailer load uh, carriers to uh, to bring it into those uh, locations. 
So our truck is pretty hot. orderly. So it takes okay. a week to takes five days to get out to the West Coast, uh, two days to go to Florida, um, and a day to go to the Midwest, a half day to go to New England. And, okay, uh, so it doesn't sound like you're going to have to build a new facility anytime soon. We like to have tight inventory control, and um, the uh, trucking fees going out west are uh, not that substantially higher than uh, going um, elsewhere. Now, are you selling solely in the U.S.? Uh, right now, we do expect some business in Canada imminently, and okay. hopefully that will grow from there. Now, are there certain points, you know, I know with restaurants, you know, you have one restaurant or you get to four or ten and you get these different hurdles and it means different things like being able to hire managers, et cetera. For your business, are are there certain hurdle rates where you're either able to pick up more national accounts or more margin or is there a certain scale you need to get to? <coughs> Excuse me. Well, the national accounts um, really are based upon uh, persistence and, credit and uh, um, continual cre uh, credibility. We, um, we've had a substantial positive track record. So as we go into uh, selling an additional major account, we can um, point out uh, you know, case histories. And usually uh, what happens is the... Um, the um, use of our product versus a predecessor product uh, is very positive. Sales increase very dramatically. Also, uh, when we cut our pro do uh, uh, sample cutting or taste panels, our product um, does very very well versus uh, um, competitor product. So we shoot to um, do cuttings. Uh, we shoot to do uh, test uh, trials and limited number of, of locations if necessary. And uh, then there's very detailed follow-up uh, when you first um, get placements of orders to make sure it's being merchandised and handled properly. Mm -hmm. I think I saw some nice new accounts uh, that, that you guys put out. Um, are, are national accounts relatively new for you, or you, you've been doing those for a while? Uh, well, we've, we've sold Sam's Club um, uh, prior to this, uh, Walmart, um, a, lar a larger Walmart stores, but on a national basis. So, um, and so we've sold uh, national accounts prior. Even though you're selling national accounts, you often have to sell divisions such as Alverson Safeway, even though it's a national account. Um, and... Uh, very often a national account may go from a regional decision to a central decision and then go back to a regional decision. So we've had a, a number of customers that um, have changed the way they buy. Um, so, um, so right now, um, Whole Foods, as an example, uh, which we um, will started to sell nationally, um, also will buy regionally in addition to that. Okay. And then, so does Whole Foods test it in, you know, in, in a few stores originally, or do they, if they're going to do it, no. they do the whole thing? Not necessarily, but in this particular case, they're doing the whole thing. Oh. Okay. 
And then how long does it take to, to roll out a new customer and the sales cycle? So for going after Whole Foods, how long did it take to get them, and, and how long will it take to be able to ship so it's uh, in all the Whole Foods? The shipping is right away. <clears throat> the uh, taking was about two years. However, you may walk into an account and they say, hey, I was just looking at sausage and peppers, and I'm glad you um, showed it to me because I'm about ready to make a decision uh, in this area. So generally speaking, though, the cycle is uh, six months plus uh, and, or could be a couple of years. Um, and every once in a while you hit the, you know, the mother load. You walk in and they say, great. Very rare, but it happens. You want, what you have to do is just keep going in there and, and pitching. And then once you've gotten a, a national account and you sell them one or two items, the key now is to go in and sell them. Uh, we have 25 different SKUs. So the perfect national account would be buying 25 different items from us. So there's a lot of, so the fact, you know, there's a lot of potential even though we're already selling national accounts. Yeah. So, so I can taste the food and think it tastes great or not. Um, but what really matters um, is sell through and, and reorder. Can you give us some, some stats on that and, and just more of what you just mentioned in terms of, uh, you know, adding products and more depth to the customers? Well, the sell-through, uh, generally speaking, is a very positive. Uh, what you uh, do is, is when we have a new major account is we send people out in the field to see, um, one, how it tastes, if there's any, for some reason, any mishandling of the product and how it's presented, uh, and then how it's, uh, it could be on a hot table, not what the temperature of the hot table is, and then if it's, let's say, merchandised in a cold uh, by the pound to go deli, uh, the question is how does it look in the bowl? Is it branded, which should, let's say, they contract the branded? Um, do they merchandise it or promote it as they promised? Do they use our signs? So there's a whole host of things we have to do after it goes out into the marketplace to make sure it's run properly. Now, to encourage that, we will offer a number of uh, merchandising allowances and plans that we work out with the, with the buying company, the retailer, to uh, affect us. So uh, we're... We're, you know, we're very positive. Just to give you an example, a recent uh, large customer started buying our pasta bowls, <clears throat> and they went. They started out by, and we were immediately caught this by putting our uh, pasta bowl uh, item in plastic um, containers. Well, in a microwave, plastic containers will melt, so uh, we immediately uh, were able to correct this, but. Within uh, not not exactly a, a very happy um, beginning, so we check that very very carefully. Okay, and then uh, you know, you're in such a competitive business. Um, where are the margins right now, and and where could they go to? Well, right now, gross profits around thirty three percent. As we utilize uh, fuller plant. Um, you know, more capacity, 
uh, it could move up to about 38 39% uh, over time. Uh, operating profit um, should uh, substantially increase as a percentage of sales as we get more business. Uh, incrementally, we're estimating that uh, new business will bring between 20 and 25% operating profit. So, nice. Of course, so, yeah. so the goal is to get new business and make sure that's profitable business. So, so how do we get new business? What's the growth strategy from here? Well, we have um, each product we sell, we believe, has a very strong virtue. Um, so in the case of Beyond Meat uh, product, it's a plant-based meatball that we believe, that not only us, um, uh, almost everybody we've taste paneled it, um, uh, believe it tastes excellent. And um, so we will try to do cuttings. Uh, with our customer base, and then uh, very often on something like that, it has to go to higher-ups, so we'll be doing a second cutting, and then uh, and then assuming it's accepted, we then we have to make sure it is properly marketed and promoted. For, for the layman or, or me, uh, what is a cutting? Cutting is a tasting. They, oh, okay. Cut. They uh, cut the meatball, or they cut the sausage and peppers. They cut the uh, chicken parmesan, et cetera. Taste the pasta. Gotcha. So cutting is a tasting, a sampling. Gotcha. Um, so, so to grow, um, is it going to be internal, or are you looking to do acquisitions as well? Right now, it's internal. We have uh, very significant growth anticipated. We've given guidance for the fourth quarter which we're in, and ends January 31, of over 10 million in sales, um, an increase from the third quarter, which was 9.3 million. The f- a second quarter was 8.1 million, and I think the first quarter was seven, a little over 7 million. So um, we uh, are anticipating continued growth going into uh, um, after our fiscal year ends on January 31, significant growth. And with that growth comes um, significantly, we hope, significantly higher uh, operating profit. Gotcha. And is that plan based on products you have presently, or do you have some new products you're rolling out? Uh, what we have uh, presently, we are adding to the pasta line, pasta bowl line, but um, it's within the same concept. Okay. Now, are, are there any events or, or catalysts that we should look towards uh, over the next 12 months? Um, I think that as we announce new placements, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, it will be pretty evident as to uh, what is happening with um, our sales progress. I think that's okay. what uh, people should be looking for. Okay. Uh, any closing remarks uh, before we let you go? No. The key, the key right now is um, <clears throat> to continue the very, very rapid growth, growth rate we have and um, uh, maintain the operating profits and maintain the quality. So it's, right now it's uh, an operational um, 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 uh, concern, not concern, you know, um, 
spending our time on and making sure that we uh, fulfill what we expect to fill, fulfill. We do have um, a number of uh, new uh, sales efforts going on in food service, and the food service segment of uh, the market is as large as uh, uh, the supermarket segment. So uh, we're working on those opportunities. We're also working on Canada, uh, which we think is uh, very substantial. The pasta bowls are only in a very small segment of our customer base, so we think there's a very significant rollout there. And we've just started on the Beyond Meat uh, opportunities. So we have uh, plenty of um, sales opportunities, and now the key is to, you know, make the product and perform um, as we help. Sounds like a lot of room to grow here. Yes, yes. Okay. Well, thank you so much for sharing the story. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. Bye now. Bye. Bye.